Hi, I'm Donna Reesh. Thank you for joining me for Think, Feel, Eat. Today is episode number 31, and I've called this episode What I Already Know. And uh, there's a funny thing about weight loss, and that is that it's hard. <laughs> That's it's not really that funny, though, is it? It's hard, right? Weight loss is hard. My husband and I have been on this journey for a long time. Most of you know that together we've lost 220 pounds. It had, we've literally just been maintaining that 220 pound loss over the last six or seven months. That's how hard it is. We both want to lose 20 pounds more, but it has taken the last six to eight months just to learn how to maintain it. That is how hard weight loss is. And then with our brains being the way they are, anytime something is hard or something is uncomfortable or something is unfamiliar or something is unknown, the brain says it's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. Um, I have this thing about technology and I always, you know, I make comments. I did today to my students. Can't, I was trying to record some things for some kids who were sick. Can't live right in class. Can't live with it. Can't live without it. You know, I made my old, my old line about technology. Can't live with it. Can't live without it. And I have a love-hate relationship with technology. I can't even think about how many times I said that today, considering I am pretty cognizant of my words and my thoughts, and um, I'm really, really not supposed to be saying those things. <laughs> but our brain doesn't like things that are difficult. Our brain likes things that are easy. Our brain likes to just keep doing the status quo. And uh, weight loss is not easy. So consequently, we, our brain says, you know, don't do that, it's too hard. Um, our brain gives us a lot of confusion. We can spin in a confusion loop where we are just constantly confused about what to do, about what will work, about what won't work, about what's gonna, what's gonna happen later, what's gonna happen down the road, how is this gonna look later, what's gonna happen to my vacation, what's gonna happen to the, my birthday weekend, you know, all of these things. The brain likes to give us confusion around it because it's easier than doing the hard work of, that it takes to lose weight. And so knowing that we are often in a confused state, knowing that our brain likes for us to think it's too hard to do, um, I got to thinking about what I do know. What do we know for sure? I'm gonna set my timer because um, I didn't bring my iPad in here. Anyway, what do we know? What do we know? What do I know for sure? What do I know that works? What do I know that doesn't work? What do I know that can take me where I want to go? And so I just made a list. I don't even know how many I have. I guess I only have 10. I have 10 things. You know me and how wordy I can get, right? So hopefully I will be able to get through these 10 things. If not, that's okay too. I also have, um, it's also been published recently in an e-blast, but it was just the list, not the explanation of it. So here you get the explanation of it too. Now, before I get into the things that I already know, I have something really, really exciting to share with you. And that is a new free weight loss challenge coming up at the blog and in a private Facebook group. So it is called Drop Eight Pounds by Christmas. Yes, Christmas is like you know, something like 14 weeks away or 11 weeks or 13 weeks or some, some crazy amount like that. Um, and on October 1st, we are going to start a free weight loss challenge, drop eight pounds by Christmas. So those of you who have, you know, done the COVID-15 and you put weight on, um, 
this will be great for you. Those of you who are like my husband and uh, me, who, um, you know, we've gotten to a point where it's going to take another layer. It's going to take another level of work to get these last 20 pounds off, both for him and for me. We both have 20 pounds uh, that we would like to lose. 20 more pounds. That would take us, get a load of this. If we each, when, I won't say that, when we each lose 20 more pounds, we will be the, uh, over the minus 250 pound pair. Isn't that so fun? Yeah, and um, see out of that 250 pounds, 200 of it will have been in uh, like a two year period of time since we began. Uh, well, three years, I guess. Really, it's kind of been since we started supplementing and then we did intermittent fasting and so forth. So over by, about a three year period, we will have lost 200 of the 250 together. So only 50 of it I had lost previously to starting all this. So, oh, it's so exciting. So anyway, those, some of you might be like we are, we want to get this, these 20 pounds off. We're going to start with eight. <laughs> We're going to start with eight and then we'll get the other 12 off. We'll learn more. We'll go another level. We'll pull off another layer and we will get those other 12, but we're going to start with these eight. Some of you are like us in that way. Maybe you are dreading going into the holidays because maybe you know that generally speaking from Halloween to New Year's Day is a bust. And the research is really mixed on that. Some research studies say that, you, we, that uh, Americans really only have a one pound gain from um, October 30th to January 1st. Um, other research studies say that it can be five to seven pounds that is gained during that time. And um, so if you often gain during the holidays, Losing eight pounds would be absolutely tremendous, but suppose you usually gain five. I'm going to ask myself to do some hard math here. Suppose you usually gain five. Okay. You know how to do that kind of math. I'm not a math teacher. You know, I'm language arts lady, but when I have a trick, I always feel compelled, compelled to share it. So all you do is you take the five. This is like common core, <laughs> but it's really, it's really teaching kids how to think about math, you know, how to think about numbers and amounts and things like that. So you take the five, you take two of it from that and put it over on the eight and that gives you 10, then you have 13. Is that how you do it? Isn't that a cool trick? I have so many tricks. Oh my word, I have so many tricks. Okay, in every area of life, I'm like a trick. Yeah, I, can, I can't tell you, I taught, I don't know, 10, 18, 24 maybe kids writing and language arts today. And then 10, or eight elementary kids in the afternoon reading, and um, I must have I must have taught like five or six or seven tricks today, just in maybe even ten, just tricks uh, how to, to tell the difference between there and there, how to tell the difference between it's and it's, how to tell the difference between wander and wonder. I am a trick girl. Anyway, so maybe you follow one of those categories. You gained the COVID fifteen or COVID nineteen or whatever you want to call it. You have you know, another goal and you've plateaued and you have not been losing. By the way, one of the things that I will be teaching in the group, among many, many things, because I'm going to be giving that group my whole attention for 12 weeks, uh, 10, 11 weeks, I think it is, I'm going to be giving that group my whole attention. But one of the things is the difference between a plateau and, and just you're not losing anymore. Because my husband and I kept saying we were in a plateau, we were in a plateau. We were maintaining, which is Super maintaining is maintaining these last several months has been way harder than losing prior to that. 
But after a two week or a four week period of time, it's no longer a plateau, then it is that this is your new weight, right? That's your new weight. And the only way to change that weight is to do something different than what you have been doing, which is really heartbreaking for those of us who've been losing weight for a long time. You know, I lost 100, Ray's lost 120. We have already changed so many things. It's like, how many more things can be asked of me? You ever feel that way as a parent? <laughs> how many more things? I have this thing with my kids that I always used to say, I need for nobody to need me for a little bit. That's what I used to say. Can everybody just not need me for a little bit? I didn't want them to go away. I didn't like for them to go places. I like to have them at home and I didn't want to go places. I like to be at home. But my line was, can anybody, can you guys just not need me for a little bit? Can nobody need me for a little bit? That's what I always used to say. So difference between a plateau and um, this is our new maintenance, right? And so I'm going to teach about that. Okay. Then the other category, of course, is people who gain weight Christmas. So we're going to have two elements to it. We're going to have um, an email sign up and a page at the blog dedicated to putting the videos up there and putting the training and things like that up there. And then you'll get emails of anything that's like more of a formal training like this. I know this doesn't feel very formal, but this is kind of formal. Um, see, I have my pretty things behind me. <laughs> that's formal, right? I don't have a ball cap on. All right. Um, and I have my jewelry all on. And sometimes if I just get, if I'm in that group, when I'm just going to the gym or coming home from the gym, I'm going to hop on and train. I'm just going to train, 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 train. This is literally what people are going to be paying for in the future um, in my membership, but it's going to be free to any of you who sign up. So the two elements, email slash blog, and then the other element is a free private Facebook group. Those of you who are watching me live in uh, Donna's Weight Loss Lifestyle, uh, what used to be Donna's intermittent fasting uh, group, um, that this will be a separate group from that. So we'll sign up separately. Okay. It'll be a separate private group. That way we can just post as much as we want and we can have accountability threads and things like that, that, you know, the other thousand people in the group, you know, won't be bothered by. So, okay. So anyway, more information coming, watch your email inbox. If you're subscribed to DonnaReach.com, you'll get info about that there. I'll also be posting it here and you'll see it in uh, different places on Facebook too. And there's a link in the show notes for it as well. All right. So things I already know for sure. I actually came up with these 10, but when I was thinking about this list, I was thinking, Seriously, I could write like 50. I could give, I mean, I could do part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. That is how many things I already know. I had this really cool quote. I wonder what I did with it. It was the best quote. Um, I moved it somewhere. Here it is. I got it from Dylan Miller in uh, the one of my macro groups that I belong to. And he said, the level of difficulty of something depends on how much time it takes you to get good at it. First of all, I can look at that a couple of ways. It took me 10 years to lose the first 50 pounds. And then it has taken me like four years to lose this next 50 pounds. It'll be almost five years by the time I lose this last couple. So it'll be 50 and then 70. So 10 years and then five years. That's a long time. I uh, must have taken a very long time to get good at it. <laughs> but the reason I love this quote so much, and it really does pertain to the new 
um, challenge that we have because something can seem very, very, very difficult. Like, like you're not really supposed to put all those berries in front of difficult as a language arts lady, I should tell you that, but it can seem very, 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 very difficult until you know how to do it. Right. This is the strangest thing. I seriously went in to make a copy just before I came on here and I thought to myself, Hmm, all these years, I never knew how to make a copy. All these years, I would put sticky notes on things and stack them up for my husband to make copies. Seriously, this is how I did it because I didn't want to do any technology. I went in there, 30 seconds a copy was done. I spent more time through the years writing down, you know, X number of copies of this, please copy this, copy this in color, copy this in black and white, da 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 da, need by Thursday, need by Friday, and so forth, um, than just copying that myself, right? And it was difficult. I thought copying on a copier, on a printer was too hard for me. I thought it was so difficult. I couldn't begin to do it. So, you know, I don't want to learn it. It's too hard, right? The level of difficulty depends on how much time it takes you to get good at it. Once you're good at it, it's not so hard. My husband and I constantly look at each other and say, as long as we're at home, and we're not having any family parties that particular week, this really isn't that hard. It's really not that hard. It's because we've gotten so good at it. You know, I said, and we've, we've maintained our 220 pound loss for the last several months, and it, we haven't really lost anymore. Sometimes we'll lose a little bit. I'm doing strength training too, so that kind of comes into play, but not that much. I don't gain that much muscle, right? I'm not doing that much lifting. I'm 57. Um, but I mean, I'm doing lifting, but not that heavy. I don't lift heavy. I want a shirt that says I lift medium things. <laughs> not I lift light things. That's an insult. I lift medium things sounds so much better. So, but I'm, we're getting better and better and better at this, right? We are so good at maintaining our weight. We know exactly what it takes. Isn't that phenomenal? And that is one of my points. Let me go on. Let me go. I know for sure. That's what I want to call all these. My I know for sure. And I just told my kids today, you know more than you think you know. I tell my students that all the time. I tell my, my second graders, my kindergartners, because I have all ages this year. I used to just do second and through 12th, and now I have kindergarten through 12th. Love, love, love the littles. Anyway, I told them just today, you know more than you think you know. You know more than you think you know. And so do you about weight loss. Especially those of us who are um, maturing, so to speak, we know a lot about weight loss. We know way more than we think we know. And the things that we know can be a huge help to us in our weight loss. That's why I'm so excited about, um, you know, I coach homeschooling moms, I coach time management people, I coach weight loss people, but I am really, really excited about coaching maturing women specifically because we already know. We're already like, we've already been there, done that, right? Kind of thing. We know so much. Now we just have to trust ourselves. We just have to believe that we do know. We just have to trust in what we know. So I know for sure that when I have sugar more than a couple times a week, my eating is way harder to control. I used to call it regular food. If I eat regular food, I have so much trouble. If I, if I eat anything regular, I just have so much trouble. If I eat anything normal, if I just eat what normal people eat, had to remove all of that from my vocabulary, right? And instead, 
I just had to say, when I eat, you heard me talk about it, my trifecta, flour, sugar, fat. When I eat flour, sugar, fat, or even sugar and fat, in the case of candy, when I eat flour, sugar, fat, or sugar and fat, I start craving. And that is the teaching that I've done in many Think, Feel, Eat episodes. You can go to DonnaReach.com forward slash Think, Feel, Eat. Um, all 30 episodes are there. They're titled. You'll find the ones about cravings. You'll find the ones about seductive combination, food combinations. I know for sure. And so when my brain tries to tell me, you can have this 200 calorie sugar-free treat that you've made. I use monk fruit sweetener for those who want to know. It is um, Lanco, Lancato, Lancato, granulated and powdered. Those are the two I use. I don't use the brown. I don't like it, but those are the two sweeteners I use. They're in my pantry, in a container, granulated, powdered, just as though they were sugar, but they're not sugar. I tell myself, my brain tells me that I can eat my 200 calorie sugar-free treat, or I can eat 200 calorie candy or Pop-Tart or something. I don't even keep those in the house anymore, but, and it doesn't matter because they're both the same in calories. That's not true because they might have the same exact caloric level and that's going to be a wash. It's not going to matter for weight loss. It's, I'm not here to say that if you eat this food, it's magic. If you eat this food, it's not magic. You know, sugar, you can't lose weight with sugar. You can only lose weight without sugar. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when I have the sugar, I know for sure I'm going to want more. I'm going to want more. And I'm going to want more. There's a reason that book is called If You Give a Mouse a Cookie and not If You Give a Mouse a Cucumber. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, number two. I know for sure that when I fast under 17 hours, I have too many eating hours. I average um, usually about 18 hours, but a lot of times I'll go to 17.2. I, I base my eating on when I can have a chance to eat because I teach so much this year. And like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work pretty much straight through from 7.30A till 7.30P um, with students and um, coaching, not much coaching on those two days, mostly just students. And um, yeah, it's just really, really full. So I may eat at the 17 hour mark just because I have 15 minutes, um, you know, built in somehow. I don't really have 15 minutes built in, but the kids go out for recess for 15 minutes. So um, I can sometimes grab a bite of something then. So I literally, plan it according to when I have the ability to eat, not on some magic hour. But I also know that if I fast 15 hours or I fast 16 hours, I have way too long to eat. It's just something I've discovered. I just know I can't have a, an eight or nine hour eating window. It's too much time. I also know, and I've talked about this before, that I have to close my window at like 7.30, 8, 8.30, sometimes even 9, I can't close it at 6 because then I have trouble sleeping because I'll start to get hungry by 10. But if I get that sweet spot, no pun intended, and I end my fast at 
I know at 10, 30, 11, I'm going to drift off to sleep and I'm not going to be hungry. And it's not going to be a deal. So you have to mess with it. You have to play with it. You have to work it around, right? To make it fit your lifestyle. But I know 15 hours, 16 hours, under 17 hours, I have too much eating time. I don't need an eight or nine hour eating window. Um, I usually eat two meals. Sometimes I eat a snack in between. Um, I, I do macros, so I know exactly what I'm eating all the time. And if I have more hours than that, then I have too many hours between meal one and meal two. I get too hungry. I just know. Number three, I know for sure that I can't beat myself up down to my goal weight. Right? And you know this is true too. I have two episodes um, about this. Um, you can't bully yourself to weight loss. Oh, wow, they are episodes two and three of Think, Feel, Eat, two and three. Don't punish yourself to go weight. okay? It doesn't work, right? We end up, write that down. We end up um, treating ourselves badly when we do that. When we say, oh, you're, you know, you're such a loser. You're, you're such a failure. You don't stay on any protocol. What do we do? We don't stay on a protocol, right? Remember, um, the next one, I know for sure that my thoughts cause my feelings and my actions are based on those feelings. The bottom line, control my thoughts and I control my actions. Okay, I taught about that um, in Think, Feel, Eat episode one. And um, can't remember where else. I'll, I'll find the other places. So the thought that I'm a failure, going back to the previous one, the thought that I am a failure or the thought that I can't stay on any protocol or the thought that I always cheat, those thoughts lead to feelings of um, uh, despondency, of failure, of misery, of... Uh, the opposite of confidence, right? Self, self, I don't even know, non-self-confidence. <laughs> and then that leads to the actions. I know this is true. I know that if I want good actions, I have to think the thought that leads to the feeling that gives me the actions. So if I want to stay on my protocol, if I want to write down my food every morning, if I want to eat only what I've written down, um, then I have to think I can record my food before I eat it and stay on it. And then it gives me a feeling of determination, a feeling of um, success, a feeling of confidence, and then I act on it, okay? It's not magic, guys. Our thoughts do control our feelings and our feelings do control our actions. We can't say something and make it happen, but we can say something and feel a certain way and act in a certain way. That is where the real magic is, right? Think, feel, eat. All right, number five, I know for sure that I can't outrun a fork. All right, guys, first of all, research shows that most apps and watches and whatever you call the things, um, 
Fitbits or whatever, uh, machines like at the Y or at the gym, that most of them are inaccurate. I see people all the time in so on socials showing their mileage and showing their calories. And they're like, you know, jogged four miles, burned 700 calories. They're like, rode my bike for an hour, burned 1,800 calories. All right, and they're showing the display. It's not like they're making this up. The machines are lying to us. Research shows they are not accurate. So most weight loss coaches who understand the, the um, role that exercise plays in weight loss, in body recomposition, in metabolism building, boosting, in muscle building, most coaches will understand those things. Everybody who I, who I listen to, they would read and watch. They will tell you the same thing. Do not count your exercise calories, that you cannot count it. Now the macro calculators, um, not just calorie calculators, because those are not always as accurate, but the ones that tr truly figure your macros, you can go like to Macros Inc., places like that, Key Nutrition, you can put in your information and the, it'll let you choose your activity level. And most coaches say, do not choose heavy. Heavy is for asphalt layers. Heavy is for, um, oh my word, I can't even think of a job that is that heavy. You know, I mean, it is, it is for, not us. <laughs> so they always recommend that you put very light or light, okay? And no, don't put moderate. Seldom do we do moderate. If you lose weight too fast, you can change it to moderate, right? If you are you know, overly hungry and weak, you can change it to moderate. But that is not the suggestion of most macro coaches. And it is because you cannot run a fork. And I told this story before, somebody whom I know uh, was running 30 miles a week for at least eight weeks leading up to a, um, no, more than 30 a week because a marathon is 26. Yeah, I mean, 30, 40, 50 miles a week. And she never lost one pound the entire time she was training for the marathon. And that is because we cannot outrun a fork. And it's futile to try to be on a machine and just try to get the calories up, try to get the calories up. If only I could get a little bit more. If only I could get a little bit more. The I'm all about strength training because of my um, experience and learning from macro coaches. And cardio is great, but cardio is not, cardio is great for your heart. It's great for your endurance. It's great for so many things, but it's not the way to lose weight because you, we cannot run up work. So I have to guard against saying, well, I worked out on the machines this morning and then I went to yoga that night or I worked out on machines in the morning and then I took a three mile walk that evening. I have to guard against thinking, hmm, 
can eat a little bit more, right? Because we can't outrun a fork. All right, number six. I know for sure that I only lose weight by eating less food than my body size currently needs slash eating the amount of food that is closer to my goal weight, period. I know that. I know that we maintain for several months. We both know what it takes for our current weight. We know, he, my husband doesn't count macros, but he knows he eats three to five pounds, three or four pounds of vegetables every night. He knows what, what he eats to, to maintain and what he eats when he goes up again. And then he has to go back and take that back off, right? So, and this is going to be something I'm going to teach extensively in the free challenge because so many people are stuck in their weight loss because they're trying to follow a certain protocol, but they are not creating a food deficit. They're eating low carb, but they eat too much fat. So that gives them too many calories or they eat low fat, but they eat too much sugar. So they overeat and that gives them too many calories or they eat, you know, paleo or something and they eat strictly in that protocol but they eat too much food, too many calories for their weight. If they're gaining, if we're gaining, we're eating too much for what we now weigh. If we're not losing, we're eating the amount we need for right now, but we're not eating low enough to lose more. All right. We need so much less than we think we need food wise. And you know, we're all jumbo and supersize and all that. And you know, that has led us to believe that we need a lot more food. And that's one of the amazing beauties of internet fasting because we're condensing our food into a shorter time period. So it doesn't feel so bad, like, you know, uh, an egg white frittata for breakfast, a um, hummus and carrots for snack, a, um, you know, grilled chicken wrap and, um, Celery sticks for lunch, cottage cheese for a snack, berries for a snack, a chicken breast and broccoli for dinner. I mean, you know, when you spread out your food over that many times of eating, you have to eat very, very small amounts and very, very uh, low calorie in order to lose weight. Intermittent fasting, we can put it all into two eating episodes and we can have real meals. That's one thing I adore about it. I like to have real meals. I like to sit down with usually a potato and a meat, what I really, really like to sit down with. All right, I'm not gonna get through them all, so I'm going to just uh, do a couple more here. I know for sure that 80-20 eating only works when it is real and measured, not estimated. I am going to teach so much about this in the free challenge group because we are doing way, way, way too much estimating, way, 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 way too much eyeballing, way, 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 way too much um, guessing of servings, of how much, of how many, oh, this is probably that many, this is probably that many. I, we have a favorite place here in Fort Wayne called De Brands. It is renowned for its amazing chocolate. And um, I've been on field trips there three times with my kids. <laughs> I've been on so many field trips in the years and they give you free chocolate when you go on the field trips. It's, it's so, so good. And they have 
one of my top 10 favorite foods in all the world is their sundae. It's in a chocolate bowl. I'm not gonna go into a lot of detail because I don't need to be triggered to have sugar and you don't either, but I didn't know exactly how many calories it was. And because it's, you can get like the bowl in a certain flavor, um, certain flavors of toppings, certain kind of nuts, you know, uh, because, and you get two different toppings. So because of that, they don't have the calories listed for the Sundays. They do for their candies, but not for the Sundays. And you email them and ask them for the amount, uh, for the number of calories for the Sunday that you're creating. So you tell them what you're creating and then they send you your calories. So I went there with my daughter for my birthday this summer. And um, I looked up one of the most fattening, calorie-laden Sundays in my fitness pal that I could find. And it said 850 calories. So I thought, I'll bet that's pretty close. I'll bet that's, you know, close to 800, you know, maybe nine. I'll bet so. So I put that in. The next day they emailed me back with my results and it was 1,250 calories. Um, my deficit weight loss calories is 1,300. That would be, that would mean that if I had been on plan that day, if I'd been right on protocol, which I planned for the Sunday, but I didn't plan for it to be 1,250 calories. I planned ahead. I had already written it down and already put it in my fitness pal and everything, but I put it in as 850. And here it was 400 calories more. The, the research on calorie estimation is hysterical. It's like some of us say, you know, that we're off by 20%. Some of them say we're off by 70%. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how much we're really eating if we're off by that many? 80 20. I've talked about it. I taught about it. Um, let me see where I can, if I can find that, where I taught about it. Hmm. I'm not sure where I taught about it. I think I taught about it in Pick Your Protocol, 16, 17, and 18. Oh, no, I taught about it in number 15. Number 15, uh, the four food types. Food, fuel, fun, frenzied, and fog. And then that's when I taught about 80, 20. Um, another good thing about the challenge, guys, is that some of the stuff that I teach like in mass, like for 30 to 40 minutes a week here, I'm going to teach in little snippets in the group, just little snippets here and there as we go along based on everybody's needs. So that's going to be really cool. All right, 80-20, the, the idea that 80% will be fuel for my body and 20% will be fun food, that only works if it is measured and it's real. It's not like, yeah, I eat about 80-20. No, 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 no. That, that we always underestimate what we eat. Right? And we think we're eating more real food than we are. And so 80-20 can work for people, but only if you like have, these are my 80% foods and I don't eat these other things unless it's planned 20% of the time or 20% of my caloric intake or something like that. I already talked about this at the beginning. I know for sure what it takes to maintain my 100 pound loss for the last decade. It's really been a decade and a half. I've been doing it for months. It isn't easy, but I know how to do it. Again, I know for certain that certain, for sure that certain foods trigger me to overeat and I know what these are. We all know it. And the last one, I know for sure when I plan my food ahead of time each day, I am more likely to stay on it. So those are the things I know for sure, 10 of the about 
probably a hundred things that I know for sure. I know those things for sure. And you know things for sure. You know things that make a difference. You know yourself. You know your body. You know your triggers. You know what causes your weight to start to go down. You know what causes your weight to start to go up. You know what causes you to stay at the exact weight that you are right now. You know, right? You know exactly what that is. So make a list. That would be a good journaling tool for you. Make a list of the things that you know for sure. You can start with mine if, you, if some of those are yours as well, and then just add to it. All right, thank you for joining me to think for Think, Feel, Eat number 31. I'm excited that you have uh, come to hear this information. I really appreciate you trusting me with your weight loss teaching. And I would love for you to join the free group. Um, it's at DonnaReach.com forward slash um, eight pounds by Christmas. DonnaReach.com forward slash slash eight pounds, the numeral eight, eight pounds by Christmas. It's also, I'm going to have my tech girl put it at the top so you can see it um, as an option. Um, so that will be there at the top of that and you can find it. Uh, the Facebook group is called um, Drop Eight Pounds by Christmas with Donna Reach. So you can find the private group. It's private. Nobody will see anything you post in there. And it is going to be great, guys. I feel so confident that I can help you lose eight pounds. I really feel confident um, in my, what was that? And how long it took me to learn. <laughs> I feel confident in my ability to help you. I'm excited because I know that if you join and you really try and you do the stuff, I know that you can do it. I'll see you there.